Hello, everyone, and welcome back to CJ's podcast. Today, we have episode two, which means our first guest. I am so, so excited to have Selena on. Selena and I kind of just talk girl talk. We talk breakups. We talk growth. We talk relationships, dating. We just talk it all. And, you know, I give my perspective as a lady who has been in a relationship for almost 13 years and Selena gives her perspective of somebody who has just recently gotten broken up with. So it was such a fun episode. It was so fun. We drank mules. We chatted. It was just great. Um, I will say uh, Chunk does make an entrance a few times in this episode. I'm like, this is the first time since COVID that I've had a guest over to my house And so that means this is the first time ever having a guest here with Chunk. And that was a situation, but we're learning, we're growing. And luckily, my next two guests uh, will not be here at my house. So uh, excuse a few of Chunk's barks. But other than that, this is such a fantastic episode. I love sitting down and chatting with Selena. And this is a nice, good, longer podcast for me. So uh, without further ado... Enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Shandell here, your host, and today I have a special guest with me. She is the first in-person interview I've done since 2020. So welcome to the podcast, Selena. Welcome to Call Her Daddy. (laughs) I love how I just said I'm going to say your last name, and I didn't. (laughs) Selena Holtmeyer. The only podcast I really know well, I've listened to a few, but the Call Her Daddy one, I've always wanted to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Call Her Daddy. <laughs> what else she does? The questions? <laughs> We're not going to do that. The questions of the day when she goes like crazy. Mm-hmm. Have you heard those? I don't know. She like starts talking in an Italian voice and like goes crazy. Anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds like her. Yes. Well, welcome to the podcast. So Selena and I know each other from the wine cellar. Mm-hmm. She um, works there, and so do I. <laughs> I pretty much show. forced her into <laughs> <laughs> You did. Including me in the podcast. You did, but in a good way, because it did, like, spark some, like, oh, like, we could actually do. It's like girl talk, really, yeah. is what it is. I was thinking about how that would be fun to do, like, a segment, like, girl talk on the podcast. I think that would be really fun. Oh, yeah. But anyways, so why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself? Okay, so here's a good um, a good depiction of, of me. So last night I was over at my friend's house, and she has this cute little, like, chihuahua statue, and it was just sitting on the floor in her room, and I was laying on the floor. I had, like, a bag of chips, a Diet Coke, like a seltzer, and she's getting ready because we're going to go out. And I stand up, and I, like... Okay, sorry, Chunk had a freak out. You were saying you stand up... <laughs> So I'm like, I I have all these cans and stuff on the ground, so I have to make sure I don't knock them over. So I stand up, step over them, but then I knock over her chihuahua statue and the ear breaks off. And and she says, oh my God, you're just like a walking tornado. And I was like, story of my life. You think you're a walking tornado? Yeah. Really? I didn't know that about you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and Selena is also... 22 years old right i'm 23 you're actually 23. i've been telling everybody you're 22 oh, there's you a just, big difference you just turned 23 yeah though. like last month or at the beginning of this month the mid-september mid-september 
So she's um, 23, excuse me. She is a, an excellent mule maker. She made our mules today. What is, what? well, I guess I kind of made No, them. you made it. I, <laughs> I needed a break from making mules. Yeah, at the wine cellar, she has a new mule Monday. So every Monday she makes a new mule. But we are drinking mules right now. Mine has gin and vodka in it. And yours has vodka. <laughs> oh, and whiskey. Well, yeah. <laughs> you had to say that the flavors. Well, yours is cinnamon whiskey, apple vodka, whipped vodka. Yeah, super good. And then ginger beer. And mine's strawberry gin, whipped vodka. So, yes. Do you want to tell them anything else about yourself? You grew up in Omaha. Yeah. I'll, okay. I'll do the basic stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So I grew up in Omaha, um, more specifically Papillion. And I graduated from high school and then I went to college in Kansas City for four years and then moved back. Um, my goal is to go to medical school. It's taken me a little bit longer than I was expecting, but I think... It's always better to take more time and be at the place you want to be rather than rushing things along and making tons of mistakes. So I'm just working. I work at the wine cellar. I'm a phlebotomist. And then I am taking a class, um, immunology class. It's actually pretty cool. Shandell's making like a sour <laughs> face. I love it. And then, yeah, I'm just taking it day by day living life I was gonna say uh would you have anywhere that you want to end up for medical school or um I mean a lot of medical schools want you to go where you already live so I'd have better chances getting into a medical school here rather than like Florida even though I want to live on the beach I think it's more realistic to go <laughs> where I live and then maybe after medical school venture out and go somewhere else mm -hmm. so did you like kansas city where'd you um, go which rockhurst oh i don't know it was all right it was fun until covid happened and then my school was extremely strict and we lived in a in a on-campus house we weren't allowed to have any visitors no family no friends if you did you could get reported if you were out and about not social distancing not wearing a mask you could get reported and like suspended for two weeks oh my gosh so it it was ridiculous was that your last year there then yeah that was my senior year oh, that sucks i guess though i feel like sometimes though by your senior year you're ready to go though like you're or did you not feel that way well i i really met my three best friends when we we went into junior year together and we lived together and so I think junior year was the the best year the first semester we were partying having fun taking difficult classes together helping each other through it and then second semester of junior year is when COVID happened so I wish the four of us got more time to be together and yeah. just have the college experience together so I remember junior year thinking oh all these seniors sucks for them because they're going through COVID and then it's like well it lasted long enough that I was a senior and had to go through it yeah. also so yeah that does suck I it's crazy thinking about that because like not being I mean my parents are in the school system and so, like my cousins and stuff were and it yeah it's just crazy how much you feel for those people I also feel for the people who are teachers trying to teach mm -hmm. people in that like crazy time well so then you moved back to Omaha in 2021 
or 20 yes okay. i graduated 2021 okay so it's been like a year and a half so with at this rate that you're going do you know like when you would start applying for medical school or are you just kind of taking it till yeah so i'm gonna start studying for the mcat and that is a big exam i'll probably take it in march and then you get the grade back like a like six weeks later and then you apply to all your schools and then there's interviews and then there's second interviews. So I probably wouldn't even find out if I got accepted until fall of next year. Wow. And then if I did get accepted, I wouldn't start for another year after that. That's crazy. So I did get accepted this first time. I wouldn't even start until 2024. That's crazy. Do you have anything like in the meantime you want to do or is it just like studying, doing these extra classes you want to do? Like... Um, so as soon as I'm done applying and stuff, I will have that year. So I just really want to work and save money because I'm so bad at saving money. <laughs> and uh, like my paycheck today went all towards buying a new starter for my car. Yeah, so it's not even sucks. like I got to spend it on anything fun. fun. <laughs> yeah, that does suck. And I was just finally starting to get my savings under control. And now it's like, uh, it's always happens. It's so funny you say that because I felt the same way. And then Chunk got freaking allergies. Oh, come (laughs) on, Chunk. Um, But okay, yes, I'm so excited. So we are going to talk a little bit today. I thought, well, we both thought that it would be fun to talk a little bit about relationships since we are in, uh, obviously we're, I'm 29, Selena's 23. So we're in different points, like. It's kind of crazy because we're both in our 20s, but we're both in such different points in our 20s. I feel like people kind of, especially like older than us and people younger than us, you lump 20-year-olds all together. And I'm sure it's forever, like same for every age, but like your early 20s are so different than somebody's late 20s. Like sometimes in life, I feel like I almost relate more to people who are like 35 than somebody who's like 21. You know, Mm -hmm. just because of where I'm at in life. I've also been married and like, you know, so it's like different. But Selena just recently um, went through a really hard breakup. (laughs) Um, So do you want to tell them a little bit about the breakup and like how you're doing now? Because it was difficult for you. Yeah. um, Poor Shandell, because I was supposed to work the day after he broke up with me. And literally that night while he was breaking up with me, I'm texting her and I'm like, look, I'm not going to make it in tomorrow. And I felt so bad, but My I was heart like, is literally breaking. I'm like, there's no way I can talk to customers. And yeah. And I, I so she worked like what, five days are in a row yeah. or more than yeah. that. So. That's okay. But We're now, past it. Yeah. Now it's been like a month, but he's in the air force and wanted to move to Texas next year. And I was like, cool, like, I'll go with you. I have, There's no reason for me to stay here. I really love you. This is going really good. Um, but the one thing I told him was, I never want you to stay with me for any reason other than you love me. And so I think maybe he was considering things. And, you know, moving with someone to another state is a big deal. And if anything if if he knew he didn't want to be with me I would have preferred him to do it sooner than later I mean imagine I'm in Texas which I don't even care about Texas at all (laughs) and then it were to happen like that'd be a shit show Mm -hmm. so he did it I mean the way in which he did it was 
horrible, I think. Like, I feel like he had no concern for my feelings. Like, I would never hold it against him for breaking up with me and not wanting to be with him, with me. But the way in which he treated me in the process of breaking up, he, he acted as if we had not just spent all this time together and loved each other and had a good relationship. He just acted like, I don't know, he just made it seem like maybe it was all lies. Mm-hmm. And so it was just a weird situation and it was like a clean break like we didn't talk anymore after that which is probably for the better but I just feel like I'll there's a closure that I will never get from that and so many questions that I still have for him but I'll probably never have them answered Mm -hmm. who knows but a few weeks after he broke up with me he just texted me and was like hey um I know you probably hate me but if you want to come over and see my dog I imagine you miss him and <laughs> that's the most weird thing that's so odd yeah and I didn't know that I thought he didn't ever talk to you again. no he did this was like a week ago and I was you know spent the day thinking about everything I could say you know I was like I could you know this is my opportunity I could just you know come over and then maybe he'll talk to me about stuff and and then I was thinking maybe I just don't reply but I ended up just standing my ground because because what I really was feeling is like why would you care about my feelings toward your dog when you didn't care about my feelings when you were breaking up with me and stuff so that's literally like what I said to him yeah um I said I don't hate you of course I miss your dog I don't understand why you this is the what you care about at, at this moment and then I said if you are just doing this because you have pity on me or you feel guilty please don't I am fine. Yeah. Wow. So that Did is what I said. Nope. No response. Wow. That shut him up real yeah. quick. So how long were you two together again? Seven months. Seven months. I was going to say, because it was right when you started working at the wine cellar. You two yeah. were like kind of like official and you went to Oregon. You've seen his family. Yeah. And I do agree with you though. I do think like it's very good that he did it before I can hear John <laughs> that he did it before you if you were going to move yeah. with him and that type of thing because I've known people who didn't want to oh my god will you let him in yeah <laughs> I know I've known people sorry Chunks coming in uh but I've known people who have literally moved for people and then they've broken up with them mm-hmm. when they got there and I'm just like I couldn't imagine being somebody who thinks oh, like, we're so happy, we're in love, like, we're going to move in together, I'm moving here for them, and then that other person, and it's not necessarily, I don't, like, want to hate on the other person, because sometimes things happen so quickly, and you're like, oh my gosh, like, I didn't realize what I was getting myself into, mm-hmm. but it's really good that he, because he, is he your age, too? He's, like, exactly one year older than me. Okay, that yeah. he figured it out, and, you know, yeah, and that's all I all I asked for the whole relationship. Like, if you're with me, I want it to be true. And and if you're not feeling it, I that's nothing against you. I, yeah, I always want you know the other person to go with their heart, and I go with my heart. And you know, maybe if there is heartbreak, then it's yeah. bound to happen. Yeah, and you're only 23, so there'll be more heartbreak, I'm sure. And this was my very first heartbreak, so really interesting. Yeah. Um, and then I wanted to ask, cause you were talking about when we were talking about like 
you had some advice for maybe people who were also going through breakups because the way you're taking this breakup is different than what you've done in the past and how you just feel like you've matured. Do you want to talk about like any advice you have for people going through a breakup? Because this is the one thing I can't, like I can't give people the advice. Like Derek and I have been together for 13 years. Like, I mean, I guess I can try, but like my (laughs) advice, like is it just kind of seems like a little like... I don't know. So you can, you can say sure, I'll, I'll take a go at it. So my biggest thing is what is meant to be will be. And a lot of the times I have conversations with my friends and they're just like, I don't know what to say to this guy. I don't know what to do. What should I wear? What should, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, so a lot of it is with what do I text this guy back? And my thing is always like, I always just send the first thing I think of because that is going to be the most honest, like me response. Mm -hmm. If I think about it for too long, I feel like it changes and it's no longer me that, that they're getting when I'm taking all this advice from people about what to say. So one of my big things about just like talking to guys or, you know, talking to people you're interested in is just like literally completely be yourself and don't overthink it because at the end of the day, if it's meant to be, it'll be. And you should be able to say whatever you want. I mean, not like nasty stuff, but like yeah. like you stuff and and that they should accept it and, and love you for your true yeah. self and how, you know, I'm very, very sarcastic. And I like I will, the first thing I think, I'm, I, I just like to be funny. So the, mm-hmm. my first response to things is usually like, how can I make this a joke? Like, how can I, Yeah. and, and I will just say F it and send whatever I want. And if it works out, it works out. Uh But I just learned that I'm like, I can't be asking everyone, what do you think I should say? Should I say this? Like, it's just a waste of time. Yeah. Um, so that goes whenever you're like talking to a guy, what do you feel like whenever you're like in the serious relationship and even like the moment that you were in, where you were in his bathroom crying because mm-hmm. he was breaking up with you. Like in that moment, what advice do you have for? Yeah. Him? I mean, the, the same thing. I mean, just be yourself, but it's also really good to think about what you're going to say before you say it. So when he was breaking up with me, I did, I did, did go sit in the bathroom to cry and I just needed a second to think about what I was going to say because there's so many options of reactions I could have and you know I'm just trying to think of what is like the healthiest reaction I can have that will make things good going forward and so I went and it it sucked because I was drunk also like he (laughs) took me out we had a nice dinner went out played games took shots and then he decided to do it which is really crappy but I mean obviously I was drunk so I was a mess But then the next morning I woke up and I remember thinking like, I just want to lay here as long as possible with him because as soon as I leave, things are going to be different. But when you're going through that, it's good to remind yourself about why this will be good in in the long run. Yeah. Um, And I think what I always tell like the podcast, they probably annoyed of it, but I always think like, Whenever it comes to situations like that, like how you went to the bathroom and, you know, I think 
whenever it comes to situations like that, it's okay if the response isn't calm, collected. Yeah. And you know what I mean? But I also think it's so important to not make like permanent decisions on temporary emotions because always we can't take back our words and like you know I obviously haven't gone through that situation but even being in a really big fight with Derek like saying words to him that I'm like I definitely didn't mean that I can't take those back like that was so hurtful and now I just made a permanent decision by them coming out Mm -hmm. of my mouth and so I think taking that moment for yourself but I also do think as well sometimes when you're in like the heat of the moment and something like that is happening sometimes the healthiest thing to do is have a reaction that might not be super glamorous, might not be super put together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So I left that day and then, you know, it was another thing when he texted me a week ago, I was going, I was thinking, okay, like how do I respond to this? What's the most perfect thing I could, I could say. And then this goes back to just like, what was I feeling? I was genuinely confused. Like, why are you reaching out to me about, your dog and and nothing else and I knew that was what was bothering me the most so I went with that and that's why I why I said I don't understand why you care about my feelings Mm -hmm. towards my dog and I mean I had a whole list of of different things I could you know could have responded with like I was thinking maybe I could reply and then tell him like why don't we meet up and then we can talk about stuff because I don't feel comfortable like seeing you and your dog without having closure like I had all these you know I was thinking about the nasty things I could say like but I just went with what was most like lined up most with my feelings in that current moment and it was just confused confusion about like what are you what do you mean by this Mm -hmm. um so yeah responding in ways that is just like true to yourself but also somewhat healthy like Mm -hmm. you're not you know, making things worse or anything or harder. Yeah. I think you even taking a minute, like before you texted him back and being like, okay, like what do I, (laughs) but what can I say? I think it's really important too. There's so many times where like somebody will text me and I'm like, I'm not like mad, but if I responded, it wouldn't be the best me. So I need to just like take a minute, dissect this kind of see how I feel and like an hour I'm very much like Derek is the type of person where he's like we got in a fight let's talk about it now I'm Mm -hmm. the type of person who's like I want to talk about it tomorrow yeah me too yeah and I think I think that's kind of a lot of girls maybe but I I don't know and I know people say like it's healthy to before you go to bed iron everything out and I'm just not that type of person because sometimes I'll wake up the next morning and I'll be like I can see where I did things wrong and I can accept I was wrong here Last night, I would not have been able to accept that. And I would have just been stubborn and I would have been Mm -hmm. angry, you know? So even you just taking that minute and you could have said something nasty right away. That was probably your first thought. Mm -hmm. But like being able to be like, okay, I need to take a few hours, sit on this text and just like decide not only, not even for him, but what's the healthiest response for me? Like Mm -hmm. what's the healthy? And for you, it was that. Yeah. And then for you, it was like, because I don't want drama with this. Like, you know, you, it's been a month now since he's talked to you. You just are ready to move on, you know? Right. Yeah. So I thought that was very healthy. Um, so, okay. My next question is we're kind of derailing a little bit from the, the breakup from relationships. This is going to be kind of a hard question. So it's like a two-parter. So what, um, advice would you give to your 12 year old self about who you are right now? So 
actually it would be your 13 year old self because when I wrote this I thought you were 22 so like 10 years ago so like for me it would be when I was 19 like what advice Mm -hmm. would I give my 19 year old self for my 29 year old self well this is perfect because my little sister is 13 and so (laughs) oh gosh but things are so much different for her because they are obsessed with social media and back when I was in junior high it wasn't there wasn't an obsession yeah with it um Oh, someone's jamming out outside. Oh, I, I hear the, I, I hear, I know the song that they're playing. Yeah, Chunk's going to go freak out. Um, um, yeah. Okay, so I don't know what advice I'd give myself, but I know what advice I would give my little sister. Yeah, and you can, you can like almost. What I'm going to go with. Think, yeah, think of your little sister as a little you. Yeah. Um, she. Oh my God. You can just shut the door. Sorry guys. My dog. It's so funny because Derek was like, oh, I'm going to get a beer after work. And I text him back and I was just like, I'm really nervous about chunk because he usually goes for a three mile walk right now. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, he's going to be so much. And Derek didn't text me back. So I'm like, I guess he doesn't care. Mm -hmm. So here we are dealing with chunk barking. Mm -hmm. Sorry if you guys can hear it. This is just life. This is what it is living here. Um, but anyways, go ahead. What, what, what it, it does your sister, the one that lives over here, is that who, or goes to school over here? Is that who your no. grandpa was going to get? Oh, no, that's my cousin. Oh, she's okay. also like 12. So, okay. Cause this, the, this is off topic. Is the school over here only for elementary? It's, it's like called lamb of Lutheran or oh. Luth- yeah, it's, okay. it's down there by Arunza. I think it's a little South to, to where you live. Okay. Gotcha. Um, I think it's just a, a junior high. I don't really know that much about it. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Random. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but the advice, because my sister, I see how challenging it is for her and really building relationships with her friends, you know, with because she's talking to boys now and her family. And I understand when you are in junior high, it is a tough time and girls in junior high like it's inevitable that they will have attitudes and nothing's gonna go like Mm -hmm. perfect all the time and I see how upset she gets and and how mean she can be and it's crazy and and I know she won't listen to me I try to give her advice and she won't take it from me but I just what do I want to say here I think it's just, I feel like this is so corny to say, but like loving yourself is the most important thing someone can do because when you love yourself and you are, you are confident in, in your lifestyle and what you do and what you say, then nothing can really ever harm you that much. Mm -hmm. I mean, when with all this social media like one of the biggest issues is people you know kids bullying each other and then it's you know the the kids are so insecure and I just wish you know I could have I wish you would listen to me or I would have told myself like you need to distance yourself from you know harmful and toxic people and relationships and and understand that you can't listen to what everyone else says about you especially if they don't know you I always say this like thing that I heard on this podcast once and it was like so I don't think it was like so 
like crazy for me because I don't get like hate online. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But for people who are maybe like growing up in this like crazy social media realm, I mean, obviously I did too, but like I just didn't. Or like people who are like influencers are like big on social media. It's um that you give people the power mm-hmm. for yourself. So like if a hate comment online says, oh, your nose is ugly and like that go or like, okay, better example. Say somebody online says you've changed. Like you, you're like a bitch now. Like you're not the same person at all. That should not ever affect you. But if Derek came up to me and he said like, is something going on? Like your character, I'm like, just seems like it's changed. I would take that to heart because I've allowed him to enter my little bubble of people that, you know, he knows me to like my core. So you know what I mean? So it's Mm -hmm. like, understanding who you're going to allow have that power over you. Right. And it's not like Derek has the power over me, but he has the power to me to say something like that and me really take it seriously. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So is that, that's like kind of similar to what you're saying. I think it's good to at any age to identify that like the five to 10 people in your life that you care about most and that care about you the most and to really only focus on those relationships. And if you do talk to people outside of those relationships, just know that the things they may say to you that hurt you don't really have any weight yeah compared to your little you know your yeah saying that to like a 12 year old would be or 13 year old would be so hard because all they're thinking about is like friends like that's all (laughs) like family doesn't matter it's only friends only friends I feel like it doesn't hit until you go to college that you're like wow family really is like so important and they're the ones who like truly have your back yeah most of the time yeah so okay the second part of this is what would you tell your 33-year-old oh, self? <laughs> so this is like giving... It's not advice. It, I would say this one is more like, what would you like your 33-year-old self to know like about you now? You know what I mean? So like for me, it would be 39, which is ins- that is insane. <laughs> I think I would just say like for me, if I had to tell my 39-year-old self, something is I don't think I would give my 39 year old self advice because that would be something probably my 39 year old (laughs) self would do to my 29 year old but I think like I would just tell my 39 year old self like right now I am so happy with the decisions I've made and I think that we're gonna be like okay like my decision to not have children you know until later And like my decision to continue to keep pushing, like even at the wine cellar and like continuing to like build myself before ever having a family or somebody who depends on me. Like I'm just so happy and I'm happy with the decision she made, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's what I think I would tell. Yeah. I think I would tell myself, okay, I guess this is kind of advice, but I look at different like periods in my life where I thought I wasn't going to get through it. I wasn't going to make it. I, you know, there was a point where I didn't think I was going to graduate college. And then I did. There was a point where I thought I wasn't going to apply to medical school anymore, but now I'm still doing that. And I think I would tell my 33 year old self, like if you get in stuck in a situation where you think you can't do it or you won't get through, just know you have been in that position millions of times before thinking you're not going to get through it, but you will. I think I've been able to prove to myself that I can get through things no matter how hard I think it is at the time or how bad I feel about myself. But 
I know it's, it's still going to continue to happen. I'm going to think I can't do something, but I need to know at the end of the day that if I want it, I will do it. Do if, it I, yeah. if I think I can, I will. Yeah. And so. I bet you your 33-year-old self would be really proud of your 23-year-old self. <laughs> <laughs> I forget I'm 23, too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I was just like, 22 versus 29 sounds like way more of an age gap than 23. I mean, it still sounds like one, but not that much. Um, okay. So this is the last question that I have for you today. Um, what is your favorite part about your life right now? Hmm. Can you give me like some options that I can choose from? Um, so A, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Make like, it a multiple choice question. Like, yeah, like what do you feel like in life right now is going really well for you and you're really proud of yourself for, you, you know, doing this? Like even, you know, the way that you're taking this breakup or maybe it's that you're finding your independence or maybe it's that you're finding your independence when it comes to, you know, like, work or whatever it is Mm -hmm. I would say I'm really happy with my determination and willingness to continue to pursue what is my dream because a year ago right now was a complete I was a complete mess I mean I'm still a walking tornado but still (laughs) like a year ago, I had to withdraw from the class I was in, gone medical leave from work because I was having issues with my neck, and I had to, now I have tons of medical bills because of it. And then at the same time, my grandpa had cancer, so I moved in with him to help take care of him, and then he passed away, and that was really difficult. And I was having family drama, and my best friend's mom passed away also. And, and I... It was crazy. I never... I guess I didn't know what was to come. And this kind of ties in with what I would tell my 33-year-old self. And and the fact that I was able to get back on board, I, I got a job. Um, I love both of my jobs. Um, and then went back to and, and retook the class that I had to drop out of. And I've I got it all back together. And I'm shocked and... And I think I'm really proud of myself for not letting those things get to me and tear me down. I think people just need to realize sometimes that you just need extra time to heal and get through things and life happens, but that doesn't really need to steer you off into a completely different direction. You can just get back on board and continue pursuing after you have dealt with the things you need to deal with. Yeah, sometimes you just have to take a little break and I think that should be more normalized for sure taking like a little break um and I think you getting back like even just retaking the class like that would probably be something that easily you could have just been like I guess it's just not going to happen for me like that just wasn't meant to be but you were like no like I'm going to take in charge of my own fate and like Mm -hmm. it's meant to be because I want it to be yeah yes Mm -hmm. and then like what was I going to say here? I think I already forgot. <laughs> Off it goes. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, that's it. Do you have anything else you want to say? Um, This mule is so good. Isn't it? it? That one was like better as I kept drinking it. And I think it's because you get more of the cinnamon as you keep drinking yeah. it. 
might be a contender for the Selena New Mule Mondays, maybe. I know. I'll, I'll consider putting you on the mule committee. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> right now, it's just me. <laughs> I know. I text her. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I missed the mule committee meeting yesterday. <laughs> She's like, well, I was a meeting with myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, well, thank you so, so much Thanks for hopping for having on. Me. Yes. Fun. I'm not as nervous anymore. Yeah, I told you. Once you start talking, it's easy. But yes, thank you all so, so much for listening. And next week will be another solo episode. Um, but I would tell you to plug yourself, but you got rid of all your social media. So um, if you see Celine on the road, just say hi. And other than that, <laughs> um, I still have Snapchat and Facebook, but I don't really use them a lot. And I'm really bad at texting back. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> and we will see you next week on Call Her Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> um, not really. <laughs> okay. Bye, guys. <laughs>